Hello and welcome back to the Coached by Dan podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dan Reese, and thank you for joining me and listening to episode 18 of the podcast. Really do appreciate it. This week, we have an absolutely incredible, incredible podcast for you to listen to. I'm chatting to Owen Flanagan. Now, Owen is a client of mine online, and I've been working with Owen since January 2019, so coming up to 18 months right now. And not only has Owen seen a physical change in his body composition and physique, but Owen has gone through what I can comfortably say is one of the most inspiring stories ever. As you can see by the title, we're talking about taking action and being happy. And it's through those two things that Owen went through such an inspiring transformation um, that I really have been eager to share with you for so long now. Um, a few things have postponed this podcast being recorded earlier, but I'm so happy it's being recorded now. Um, from, you know, just mental health issues, suicidal thoughts, to where he is right now in his current frame of mind, his current happiness and where Owen is right now. It's such an inspiring story and like I said, it's something I've wanted to share for so long and I know Owen's wanted to share it too and I'm delighted to have him finally share it on this podcast with everyone. So without further ado guys, enjoy this episode, enjoy what we're talking about and if there's one thing I can leave you with is to take absolutely everything into this pod- from this podcast and apply it from the get-go. I hope you really, really enjoy this one. You're listening to the Coached by Dan podcast. Dan is an online coach and personal trainer with the goal of helping you become the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of yourself you can be. Here, we talk about all things health, fitness, and mindset related to help you achieve anything you set your mind to. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's podcast. How are you getting on? Good, good, and yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Enjoying the bit of sun that we're getting. Oh, stop, it's actually fucking class. Mm, I went for a swim yesterday, actually. Did you? Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. It was cold, but it was the best thing I did all day, I'd say. Oh, stop, it it honestly is like fucking, that's one thing I'm really not looking forward to with going back to the gym, is Mm. knowing that my swims are going to be limited. Like I'm going, I'm going once a day for last week now, but like usually go like twice. Mm-hmm. Once at a high tide in the morning, the early afternoon, and the once in the evening. Um, but I know now it's probably going to be limited to that just that yeah. evening swim. Yeah, it's refreshing to work. It um, is the be- it is honestly um, the best. Doesn't any showers or anything. That's it exactly. Sure, look, there's nothing worse than swimming in the rain though. I've done that a few times last week because we had yeah. like some pretty grim weather now up here the last couple of weeks. So kind of either swim in the rain or don't swim at all, and that don't swim at all is the worst thing you do. So bite the bullet. That's it exactly. Um, so for those listening in, I've known Owen pretty well for the last year and a half. Um, he's actually, cause, so Owen, for those who don't know, Owen's a client of mine has been for the last, literally the last 18 months or so. And uh, it's actually very funny how we got into it. So, jeez, oh, fucking what was it? It was January, January, yeah. January 2019. Um, I, me being fucking so big in my boots, that kind of way, thought, do you know what I'll do? I'll start a fucking membership site because that'll go well. Um, what I go back and tell myself not to do is to fucking do that because <laughs> I spent a lot of money on a website that I got about a month out of just 
from a business point of view, did not go very well. Um, I had three, I'll be full and honest now, I had three people subscribed, uh, or membership members to the site, um, a relative, a client in the gym, and Owen. Uh, So it came to a point where I was like, do you know what? I'm going to pull the plug on this because it's not going well. It's something I don't want to put more work into. I'm going to message everyone because I can see the members and that kind of way because I obviously want to cancel their, their direct debits because I don't want to charge them 30 quid for something I'm not using. I was like, yeah. oh, and do you know what, man? Listen, uh, this website's actually gone to shit. I'm not going to use it anymore. But I do have online coaching if you want to take that up. And then I suppose the rest is history. Nine months later, here we go. Here we are, yeah. nine months into it. Off the better too. That's it, exactly. So, And that's obviously led us to uh, this podcast here. But I suppose before we go into the, the nitty-gritty details of the podcast, Owen, just for everyone listening, who is Owen Flanagan and uh, what does he do? Uh, my is Owen Flanagan, 24 years old. I'm PT and online coach from, from Roscommon, but I live in Galway. So when I get there across, my friends will be on my back. <laughs> yeah, and I'm currently studying brand media mastery, which uh, Jay Alderton and PN1 Nutrition. Fantastic. So he's a, he's a, he's a man for, he loves it. Um, but man for knowledge. you've not always been the PT online coach, have you? No, no, no that's only, not, a, not at all. <laughs> when did you, when did you actually, when exactly was it you, you actually started uh, PT? Uh, January. Only January. Yeah, we have six months now, but, uh, yeah. this time, this time last year, this time when we started with completely, completely different point, which is, uh, the main topic of the podcast. So, as people can probably see from the title, um, episode 18, talking about taking action and being happy and the importance generally doing things to make you happier have in common. Um, like my view on life is just do whatever you want, but make sure what you're doing makes you happy. Um, for those who obviously don't know, I have a nice little tattoo on my right wrist just saying simply be happy. Um, if I'm ever typing, if I'm drinking a glass of water, if I'm on my phone, if I'm driving my car, I'm right-handed. So anything I do with my hands, which is like every 10 seconds, I am constantly reminded to be happy. And, you know, it's it's a great, it's it's one of the fucking best things I've ever done. Um, just because it's just reinforced. You're not having to tell yourself in your head, be happy. It's just being shown to you, fucking do shit that makes you happy. And uh, that's kind of what we implemented with Owen. So, of course, coaching, you've got the standard, what you want to do, oh, there's a bit of body fat, want to build some muscle, want to get stronger, cool, cool, but what a lot of people don't realize is the longer you go through coaching, the better you get to know each other, the better the coach gets to know their client, um, the better the client gets to know the coach, there's more trust there, and I suppose for yourself, that was probably, like, getting to know you was probably just a blessing in disguise, because of yeah. essentially what kind of came out of it, so I suppose for everyone kind of the main thing I want to talk about is your story, kind of where, where, you, where you started, where you've been, where you've come through, and where you, how that's gotten to where you are now and what that's going to lead you for the future. So I know you've got four or five pages written up there of <laughs> answers. Um, so for everyone listening, Get prepared, man. Get prepared. <laughs> tell everyone your story from start to where we are right now recording this podcast and spare absolutely no details in telling. I suppose where I'll begin is probably in my young teenagers. Um, Used to suffer with mental health problems a lot. Not many people knew, apart from my family, really. Uh, used to suffer from skin condition. Well, it's a common enough skin condition with uh, acne. You should knock me confidence big time. Like, use sport and everything to work around it. But uh, yeah, suffer from panic attacks when I wouldn't go to school, break down. Probably wouldn't go to school for like two weeks at a time. Go in then, and I try and just humour everyone up by covering everything up by being funny and stuff so 
that was the main thing what happened when I was young and uh, then years went on did we leave and start didn't know what I wanted to do it was the gym as a way to relieve stress and stuff but I hadn't a clue what I was doing in the gym went to two or three friends from Monday to Friday from fifth year to leave and start did back all study <laughs> back all <laughs> uh, whatever study I did anyway did my leave and start got 365 points didn't know what I wanted to do just applied for everything and applied for a few health things health and exercise I think was in Sligo strength conditioning Limerick all over and uh, got my results didn't know what to pick like I wouldn't pick something at all so there's no money in that why would you pick that and Anthony was going to pick I didn't like it so I didn't want to pick it so next thing got a job then that summer straight after my grad I started the following week so the graduation from the leaving cert then the following week I started in a paint factory worked there for 11 months and uh, the day I was let go I broke my fingers in my left hand I got broke three fingers and broke the pinky in three places. So that was a great day. Lost my job, broke my fingers. What did you couldn't. do? Uh, playing football. Oh, fair. <laughs> so yeah, I went down to pick up a football, playing a rivals or next door to neighbours, basically, down the road. And uh, it was a championship game, first game of the championship. Uh, after scoring a goal and a point, 10 minutes into the game, down to pick up the ball and smashing the fingers with a foot. Fuck. Kicked me right in the hand, broke. I thought it was going to like, dislocate my finger. Yeah. Over to the bench, and she was like straight over. And she, she knew I knew well that something was wrong, but I didn't realize that they were broke. Right. So, straight up to hospital, went to Banaslow here in Galway. They couldn't do anything, so give me painkillers, x ray, blah blah blah. Yeah, your fingers are broken. Then I had to wait till the following Monday before I could have surgery. So, painkillers in for the whole weekend. Christ. And yeah, that was a fun. I think, so, yeah. I think a really fun time, yeah. Yeah, and then three hours of surgery. Then I just get like metal bars and pins and shit in my hands. And Fuck. then another. <laughs> Two months of physio and didn't play football then after that ever since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I guess you, I guess you. After playing for years and loving playing soccer and football, like I just took one thing like that and bang. So not, not the best time anyway. No, no. And then from there, like it was around July, I applied for uh, GTI here in Galway uh, to music and technology because I was part-time DJ from 18 to 21. So we're going around to like 18s and 21st, 30 parties, like Christmas parties. Every sort of a party was doing. Yeah. But, uh, couldn't play then because my hand was broke, so. Yeah. Couldn't really drive, couldn't drive either, so I was being chauffeured around the place, and that was no fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was basically it then. So then, come July, applied for GTI, got into the college, I went through infuse, blah, 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 like that, and then, I started in September. Moved in with my three friends, Niall, Thomas and Joe. Great crack. All friends from uh, secondary school the whole way up. Uh, they were going into their second year. It was my first year in college, like so I hadn't a clue really what was going on. But um, yeah, two months in to college and I had a mental breakdown. Panic attack one night out and uh, I remember standing on a bridge. Like, pretty, like, it was like suicidal thoughts going through my head at the time. And... Uh, I remember just ringing one of the lads that we stayed with, Niall. Just rang him, told him the whole situation. He, he calmed me down, got off the bridge, and literally just like ran the whole way back to the apartment. Got into the bed, and I just remember fucking head down, bawling my eyes out. Like, just overwhelmed, didn't know what was going on, didn't know what I wanted to do. Just, I knew music was probably my hobby at the time, but it wasn't the direction I wanted to go with my life. Like, so 
After that, then left college, moved back home. Uh, parents helped me out. Just talk, like did a lot more talk about mental health. Like went to see, uh, like so much talk about and stuff. And uh, then I got a job in Aldi. So I started in Aldi in 2015, November first week, November 2015, uh, in Clare Morrison, Mayo. I was there four years. Worked my way up to deputy manager, and then I decided to move to Roscommon because it's close to home. It's only 20 minutes, besides driving 50 minutes to an hour every day back and forth to Claremont every day. And uh, stayed there for three months from September to December of last year, while I was like starting my PT course in that same year, September as well. And I just said, like this, uh, I know I don't want to do it anymore, so... I just left to get them in my notice at the start of December. I was like, look, Chacha, I'm gone. <laughs> I want to do something that I want to, I'm passionate about, like health and fitness, like, you know. Yeah. So that's what happened. And uh, yeah, four and a half years in LD and it came to realizing what I actually wanted to do before I got there. There you go. And chat to me real quick about how are you now? What are you doing now and how you feel doing it? Great. Fantastic. Couldn't be better, to be honest. Like. Yeah. Couldn't be better. Like probably, probably meeting you in January is probably the turnaround, really, that hit. Because I remember the time you messaged me, messaged me on Instagram. And uh, I remember I was lying in bed. It was 12 in the day. I was working at 2 o'clock. And I was like, this was probably the best thing that happened that day. I think it was, was it Monday or Tuesday you messaged me. And uh, just flipped like that. Things just changed. I was like, what the fuck am I still doing in bed at 12 o'clock? They were working at 2. Wouldn't be home till about 12 o'clock because the time we finished work and everything. And uh, go home, wouldn't get to sleep about 2 in the morning. Go to bed then feeling shy, no energy, no nothing. And uh, no real routine outside of work. Apart from being off, going out sometimes the weekend and meeting friends. Because like, when you're working in LD, you don't know what your hours could be. You could be working five days on, a day off. We're working six in the morning till three in the day, and then you could be working the following day at 12 o'clock to 10 at night. Like, it was all over the place. It's not like nine to five job, but you'd be running around constantly. Like, you, you could get your steps up to about 40,000 there in a, <laughs> in a nine hour shift, no problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get you. Um, first things first, um, before we kind of continue on the podcast, like, that's a lot to share. Like that's obviously I'm, I know like that's obviously a lot would have been hard for you to share. So first things first, thank you for sharing all that. No um, there's a lot of there I didn't even know. So that's fucking good to know for yeah. yourself. Um, like that's incredible. That only knew that number, but that's it, man. Like fucking hell. But like, I suppose that's the thing now. You're at a point now where you know you're you're comfortable sharing that. You know this. Oh yeah, big time. Hundreds of people listen to this podcast. Um, and you're in a position now where you're 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 comfortable sharing that kind of stuff, which in itself is a fucking enormous step. And that's absolutely like the fucking where you were to where you are now. Like there's so many times you could, you could point out along that journey to where you are now, where you could have so easily said, fuck it. Nah, like I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to bother. Like, yeah, exactly. but it's, it's that persistence that is that taking that responsibility and taking that action that kind of got you, got you now. And yeah. like, by no means does it mean like, this is like, this is you, this is good to go. Like you're going to, you're at a point now where you're fucking happy and you're doing shit that you love doing. Um, yeah. But that's the starting point. Like, yeah. I remember back when I was, I remember I, what you said there really resonated with me. You mentioned how you want to do things, but you're told, I have no money on that, fuck it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, 
which I think looking back now has to be the single fucking worst bit of advice you can give to fucking crush someone's dream. Because the reality is like, yes, there are going to be jobs like by default, a lawyer, a doctor, a surgeon, where the money is fucking sky high. And there's going to be jobs where, you know, by societal standards, by, by the norm, there's not much money. If you're a teacher, that kind of way, there's not much money in that. You might make a bit of cash like more years doing it. But from a general side of things, you know, the money may not be there. And you're always, everything we do is going to be influenced by people telling us, you're not going to make much doing this. You're going to make more doing that. And you kind of, people love putting that idea of money at, as the most important thing ever. Yeah, it doesn't buy you happiness. That's it. That's exactly it. There's a great book I read. Um, I'm going to quote a couple of times in that book now. Subtle Art Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And there's one after, line just, in that. Just finish that book. Great book. Yeah. And there's one line, Brilliant. literally the first, the intro to the book is just going over, don't try. The more you focus on getting something and more you focus on that one thing itself, it's not going to happen. If you're, if you look at like fucking Jeff Bezos, some fucking mad rich man, mm-hmm. he, he didn't sit down like, I want to make a trillion dollars. He sat down and he, obviously had a business plan. He worked day in, day out, fucking day and night to, you know, create a service that people would benefit from. And as a result of that, got what he wanted. So first off the bat, when you're going into a job with the sole focus of this will make me money, you are more than likely going to fucking hate what you're doing. Yeah, Which, exactly. like you said, influenced you to do what you were doing and to, to more so actually to not do what you wanted to do. And I found the same here. I, I remember when I went to college, when I was in college, my, my choices were number one, physiotherapy and UCD, health performance science, UCD, more kind of sports stuff. And then like fifth or sixth in the list was music and German and UCD. Um, f- now, music and German and health performance science were the two that I really wanted to do. Completely fucking contrary, like contrasting yeah, two topics. Different. But I know I didn't want to do physiotherapy because I was like, I don't want to like sit in office and poke people and fix people that kind of way. Yeah, like yeah. I, I like the sports and health side of things and, and fitness side of things, but I don't want to be physiotherapist. <laughs> but, exactly. But it was because, again physiotherapist good money good wages if you're a practice if you're in, a, in, a, in an office with a lot of clients you can charge whatever you want you'd be you'd be good to go um but point wise didn't go to plan i am doing music in german which scared the shit out of me because i was like again the idea of money i, I love music in german don't get me wrong i went to a german yeah. school for 13 years of my life and music wise is a big part of me um that i just fucking love but i went to that course thinking i am going into a course where i'm gonna make fuck all money after this and i was the only thing playing on my mind yeah um everything orientated around that's it and the, like the reality is like, i didn't enjoy it but like, i didn't enjoy it too much it kind of played well with me and like if again like i'm on my coach pt now like yourself and i've like it would have been something again it would have been in the area i would have liked to go into originally leaving school but then again pts don't make money or so mm. you're being told yeah. i'm not going to come out here and fucking tap what i make nor i'm assuming you're not going to but nope. you know <laughs> it's a case of like I inevitably ended up doing it. It took me fucking what, like a year and a half. I was in college, first year college, music and German, didn't like it. Transferred into linguistics because within the arts joint spatial in UCD, they kind of don't care what you do. So you're like, yeah, you want to go yeah. from music to a community? Yeah, fuck, I don't care, go for it. So I managed to transfer literally in the middle of a semester to another course, which is fucking gas in itself. Um, and then I think it was September 2017 um i was like no nah, fuck it, i don't want to do this october actually dropped out and it was the following january i started my pt course and the only reason i did it is because a mate of mine he actually lives in now elliot higgins he did a pt course a year before me and he was working as you've been actually working now and he was making money he's doing well i was like shit this sounds like a good bit of fun yeah. he's my age he's making value i'm like i want to fucking do this um so i dropped out again i think my decision was kind of 
money base as well because I'll be on like, oh, yeah, yeah. money from this, cool. And then I was standing to more maids and I was kind of like, basically, like, who are PT? And they're like, oh, yeah, you just make money from fucking getting clients. You don't get clients, you don't have money. And I was like, shit, I, yeah. oh. And then the idea of like not making money came to my head and I was like, oh, shit, this isn't going very well. But it's going around and around. <laughs> that's it. Like, I stuck with it. I went with it. I couldn't be fucking happier than I did. Because I'm now working a job that I fucking love. Am I like, again, I work in a gym and I work online. Online's picked up because I've had a lot more time to work on it to be over obviously the pandemic um inevitably i want to work fully online which is the way i do want to look through the next year or so yeah. um and that one to come had i been doing what i was doing beforehand like the reality is i took responsibility i accepted like i wasn't happy what i'm doing i wanted what makes me happy pt makes me happy i want to do this so i never ended up doing it and i'm in a position now that should i become a teacher you know again from a happiness point of view i maybe i don't know how i would have been as a teacher but i may have enjoyed it but this so was my happiest point of view now i'm working like a lot of my own terms of what I'm doing. I'm my own boss most of the time. Obviously, when I'm not in the gym, when I'm online coaching, it's it's what I say goes, and I fucking love that. Yeah. Um, Take control. If we're going to talk about fucking finance point of view, I'm making more now as a coach and a PT than I would have been as a teacher, which is kind of cool to think about, and I kind of love that. But at the end of the day, like again, we're going to talk about money isn't the big thing. What I'm doing is like if I I could slash my income right now, I'd still be doing what I'm doing because it's, it's just an overwhelmingly amazing feeling to help people like yourself. Like, you tell me that story now telling me that, you know, chatting to me in January last year was the best thing that happened. That's fucking class. And that's why, that's why you do it. And as a PT yourself, you're going to find that the longer you do it, you're going to get some of those stories yourselves and feeling the fucking coolest thing ever. And you're going to, it's going to, it's, it's, it's realizing that like, I'm not in this to make fucking money. Money's going to be a byproduct. That's going to happen. Like it's a job that's going to come with it. Cool. cool. If you do a good job. You're going to make more happy days. But it's knowing that you're going to impact fucking people's lives and help them achieve things they never thought was possible. And that's the big thing. And if I can kind of walk out here and say, I've helped that reflect on you, then I've done my job. And if you can leave what you're doing, saying that you've done that someone, then you've done your fucking job. And I think yeah, kind of coming from where you are now and kind of take responsibility, taking action and just putting your happiness at number one, you know, and having that, like the byproduct comes from wanting yeah. to be happy. You want to be happy, but you're going to do things that are going to make it. You're not going to focus on, I'm going to be happy. It's like, no, no, I'm going to do things that are going to make you, you, happiness is a choice. Yeah. And you decided to do things. Control that, the situation. Exactly. And you decided yeah. that this is my choice to do, but I've got to make decisions. I've got to make that choice the thing. So you actually went out there and you fucking did it. Um, going from your job in Audi, was it difficult making the decision to leave there to go into personal training? It was well, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. because there was like all this thing about money. Well, you're not going to make money. Or what are you going to do when you're out of money and blah blah blah. Like, like when you want to go for something, just go for it. Like I just had no second thoughts. It was like it was in my head. I don't know. I was talking to you about it for a while. Mm. It was like, right, so I'm not going to just talk talk anymore. I'm just going to walk the walk. So basically, that day we had the conversation. Got home from work. Uh, went onto the laptop, wrote me two weeks' notice, and handed it in the next day. Savage. I remember getting that message from you saying I've handed my notice, and I was like, "Yes, yeah. he's fucking yeah. doing it, boys. Let's it go." A, it was a weight off my shoulders. I swear to God, it was not. It was no. It was, there was no tension. There was no tension. I literally came home and I was like, "Yippee!" <laughs> yeah, literally, it's it's the fucking best. Thing. I remember the day I literally went to UCD. The first I remember, there's when you're dropping out of college. There's there's so much. They're like. Uh, do you know when the best way actually sorry the, the, the only the most like recent way I can think about it when you're coming off Tinder they go to you they're like are you sure you want to leave it's like yeah I want to delete my account for the fucking fifth time ever I'm never going to get back on it but 
that's a different that's a different podcast <laughs> and it's like why is like have you met the one are you just getting sick i'm like i just want to i don't want to get off and he's like are you sure you don't want to just pause your account and then come back to it like leaving college is the exact same as getting off tinder it's like are you sure you want to leave college for good you want to defer here i was like no i want to leave now because if i leave if i defer i have the option of coming back i don't want the option to come back because i know i'm not happy doing this I'm like are you sure you want to leave it's like yeah i want to fucking get out of college i remember i was about 12 times i go back in fit life forms that kind of stuff to leave and the last time i went in and the, the one of the officers and i was like handing the last bit of paperwork and they're like cool signs off and you're gone signed it off dropped my name sent it off then i gave it to her and i was like shit i am gone i am in this college right now but i don't go to this college anymore and that was a fucking coup it was an overwhelming feeling it was very kind yeah. of like mixed emotions but of all yeah. things i was like you know what this is the happiest. I, I was shit myself. Don't get me wrong. I was scared to scared to death. Yeah, but I was like, ooh, like this is the what's going to happen. <laughs> that's it. It's like you. That's the happiest thing. But that fear is the big one. You know, you're mm. if, if it's just something that makes you scared, you're making a, the right choice because yeah. you're taking risk. And fortune favors the bold. And you know, it's all about like I, I preach fucking time and time again. There's nothing good happens in that comfort zone. Get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Exactly. exactly. And that was fucking awful. I was in college like oh, I've actually just like. By societal norm, I need to go to college, get a job, and fucking there we go, pay my debt off, happy days. But now I'm like, I am just single-handedly remove myself from that norm to set up my own life, and I'm taking everything into my own hands, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Two and a half, almost three years later, it's almost three years later now. At this point, I could not be fucking happier. I did what I did, um, and I know obviously you're still obviously relatively new to it, but man, you've got so much like just the the way the way which you've transitioned into this. And the way in which you're kind of dealing with it now, I can tell you, for, like, it, it sounds so similar to how I, again, I don't want to come on here and be like, oh, I'm a super fucking successful online RPG. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing what I enjoy and it's, it's good fun doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm making a living for myself doing it. Um, do, do what makes you happy. Do what makes you fucking happy. That's the big thing I want to talk that's about. The that's much, the thing yeah. you're doing. Um, like, how important is it to take ownership? Like, when you're talking about your happiness, like, no one can make you happy. People can do things. People can fucking tell you a joke to make you laugh and smile. People can give you a fucking bar fucking dare up and like, here you go. Oh, cool. I got a dare. I'm happy now. Like, yeah. genuine true happiness comes from yourself. And how important, how important do you feel it is taking ownership in situations that are going to make you happy? Oh, big time. Like, you wake up in the morning, you have a choice to get up and meet the day head on or lay in bed and hide underneath the covers, you know? So, you're going to get up and do it or just wait for something to happen exactly and take yeah, action take, take action. action the longer you wait for something to happen like the longer it's going to take to actually happen yeah. it's not going to happen it's going to take longer because it's not going to fucking happen that's it yeah. I suppose if you could pinpoint on to one thing why why was it you wanted to leave Aldi and do this what was like the, the main reason back ahead that you're like I want I, like, what was your reasoning as to why you wanted to leave just got fed up like you know I was had no control of what was going on in my life. Like you know, it's like it was everything was concentrated around work. So at work, everything from the gym, from family, from friends, everything around work. Couldn't enjoy myself. Nothing. So you could be working different hours every week, different days every week, and then trying to get things sorted out. I could have to be. I could be called in, say one evening. Will you come in tomorrow morning? And sure. Of course, I'd always be a yes man. I'd say yes to everything. Yeah, I wouldn't like saying no, you know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you learn the hard way. You learn the hard way. That's it. You know? Fucking hell, like it's you're like you're you're like me. Like you don't want to kind of live your life on someone else's terms all the time. You know, it's exactly. you can like fucking if you fucking if you have a bad shit car, you can always get a new car. If you don't like where you're living, move somewhere else. But mm-hmm. you, your life, what you're doing, you know, you're one of those. You know, you always have a choice. Like 
exactly and i think i think that the biggest thing i, I fucking you see all the time is that like people kind of happen like i said before it happens a choice it's not a result you know nothing will make you happy but 100%. how you perceive things will um like that's it like people gotta gotta gotta, gotta recognize that in the sense of again like i'm talking to i'm a fucking experience i'm only 22 years old but i fucking have like i'm not fucking seen much yeah. but i know enough now to know that like fucking hell like whatever you want to do if it's gonna make you happy fucking do it if you're doing like, it right now if you don't enjoy it yeah life fucking, experiences too like fucking you know? stop that's it like oh it's a mad one it's a fucking mad one i suppose yeah like i got like fucking this tattoo on my wrist like this be happy tattoo it's the, like, honestly it's the best fucking thing i got it this one again i got it in april 2019 i was going through a bit of a shit show myself i'll spare the details on that but not the happy point and literally i was like you know what like it was that it was that time before um everything i was like you know what fucking hell like i yeah i'm just i'm, I'm i lived off I, I i lived off kind of other people do you know, it was kind of yeah. a case of like my happiness yeah. stemmed from other people. Yeah. And it was, it's a nice little wake up call. And I kind of thinking like, shit, you know what? I am feeling sorry. I'm feeling sad for myself because not because people did anything to me, but because I'm choosing to perceive it that way. Yeah. You let it happen. Yeah. And I think, I think it's great. One, it's a great one. I love to talk about it like, with anything. You know, it makes you feel a certain way. How you perceive things make you feel. Yeah. If someone, if someone, if I'm 10 stone overweight and someone goes, you're fat. Jesus, Dan, you're, you're fucking huge, you're fat. I can be there, I'm like, oh, I'm sad, stop offending me, fuck you. Or I could put my fucking big boy pants on and be like, you know what, yeah, I am pretty overweight. Thanks for addressing that, I'm going to do something about it. Do you know, you, yeah, exactly, you choose to be offended and you choose to be happy. Do you know, I you know, recognize myself like, yeah, do you know what, I am not in a good place right now. I want to sort it out. I got a bit of ink needle in my wrist and it says, fucking be happy. And then every day, I get a glass of water, I'm on my mouse, I'm typing, I'm on my phone, doing whatever I'm doing. Reminder. It's always that constant reminder to fucking be happy and that like no matter what the situation is, you know, that choice is always there. And I'm in full control of what I do. And if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing right now, if I'm doing something, I look at my wrist, like, am I being happy right now? No. Yeah. I have I'm in full control of deciding, you know, how to actually get out of it. That's the big thing. Yeah. Um, there's, there's always gonna be ups and downs, like it's just the way you go about it. That's it, exactly. It's always a fucking always ups and downs. But yeah. you perceive how it's up to you and how you deal with them. So, yeah, exactly. Um Savage up, like, and so in the process of actually kind of little water break there, um, in the process of kind of because obviously you've gone through a lot of shit to kind of get to where you are now, like from going from like college to not college to you know going DJ to going to Aldi doing your painting, every job you're doing, yeah, you know, I suppose before you went from Aldi to before you went from Aldi to PT, which you're now, like, how would you have? like major decisions going from job to job to college to course to whatever like what would be your kind of what would be the back of your head kind of making you make those decisions you want to be happy about like you do, you do make a decision that's going to benefit you in the long run like that's you know, you know there's no point to be doing something say if I stayed there for another year in Aldi probably going yeah. to stay there for another five that's it yeah exactly you know and it's just going to keep snowballing 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 and how did you how did you actually leave Aldi then? Like how did you actually go about the process of fucking like from from deciding to leave to actually getting out? Like what was the kind of the actual process of getting out of there? Um, well, it's give two weeks notice. Yeah. So give the two weeks notice. Like everyone was like, "Oh, you're leaving, you're leaving." Yeah, and I was like, "I am. I'm, oh, I'm leaving." <laughs> but the best thing that they did, like, and uh, yeah, looks. I met a lot of nice people through the years working with Aldi. Like met a lot of friends, and. Uh, Probably matured a lot from working there too, but at the same time wasn't happy, you know. And that was that was the that was the main thing. Like grand was making making a bit of money, 
But at the same time, like money isn't everything. It's not going to buy you what you want in life. It's not going to buy you the happiness or might get you to buy like books and say all these luxuries of hair and stuff like that. But <laughs> when it comes to your grave, like you're not going to be able to bring that with you. That's it. That's you, know, it. you want to go. You want to go in the good terms, you know. Fucking love that. Make make the memories while you can. You should just leave them in shit. That's it. That's it. Like as far as like as far again, I could have this totally wrong, but like as far as I'm aware, Aldi pay their staff pretty fucking like their managers pretty fucking well, don't they? Yeah. Like I, I get. I, I hear it's better than most places. Am I right or wrong saying that? But you're not like it's not normal working hours, like you know. Yeah, I never find, Yeah, I, I remember chatting to you like, and you're like, I'm working this on this. I'm like, shit, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. working a lot. I'm like, oh god, I'm going to yeah. Like if you if you did something like say if you did something now if you were chatting by over the back or something like the manager heard should should basically like hope she's not going to listen to herself with a still good friends. There's nothing she can do if she does. Yeah. <laughs> Like she could fuck you, she could fuck you to wake up the following month. Like she get her road for them a month in advance. But if anyone was like sick or like were short staff, you could change the whole thing. So you could be working Monday, Tuesday, off, then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, off Sunday, and then you could be back in again Monday to Friday, and then off the weekend. Like it's all over the place. Like you'd be working like six in the day till three, six in the morning, three, and then another shift you'd be working twelve to eight. So, like there was so many shifts, like you you didn't know really where you stood. They won't take into account that the fact that like I get jobs obviously are a job and you have to do your job but like there won't be a set time you know they wouldn't really take you into account your life into account the fact that you have a life outside of work into account they're like yeah well we need staff and you work for us so like fucking like hell a, come on I know an nine hour shift really for me would have been 11 hours of the day hmm. you know because I'd be well it'd be longer I'd be up around half four gone at five o'clock would be home then if I was finished at three then till about four half four then I'd come home, eat, uh, go to the gym, then the rest of the day, then to myself and go to bed, then be wrecked. <laughs> you know? And it's, just, it's not a way to live. And I suppose it's kind of, I talk about this a lot, having your oh fuck moment. I yeah. kind of, you know, you don't have to have an oh fuck moment, but an oh fuck moment is quite helpful. Mm. And it sends of, you know, your oh fuck moment was, I'm working 11 hours a day for a job I really don't like and I'm unhappy doing it. So why am I doing it? Oh fuck, yeah. I should get out of here. Do you want exactly. to away? Flip the switch um, in my head, man. That's it. Like we all have our own oh fuck moments. My oh fuck moment was, I remember it was actually when I ran, I was dropping out of college. My granny was passing away, and I was like, "Shit, I don't want to fucking die, fucking doing shit I don't like." So fuck this. Exactly. So I bounced out. Of, I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna bounce out of college and do what I want to do." So like again, like an oh fuck moment. Like anyone have an oh fuck moment. I'm like fun when you're walking down the road, you see your reflection in the mirror, like, "Oh shit, I'm actually quite chubby. I'm actually quite skinny." That's your oh fuck moment. You make you make a decision to, to change mm-hmm. that. You know, an oh fuck moment is great. We all need somewhat of an oh fuck moment. Or sorry, let me rephrase that. You don't need an oh fuck moment to happen to make change, yeah. but it can really, really help. It kind of identifies everything going on right now and it gives you a really clear cut vision as to what exactly it is you can pinpoint and what it exactly is you need to fix to get out of that moment, to go from oh fuck to oh, okay, this is fine. Do you know? Yeah. And, you know, again, you don't have to have an oh fuck moment, but they're really fucking helpful. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it sets you up like. That's going to be like a sound clip. I and mean, you know the way like, um, people like put podcasts up, they like take a sound like recording of a certain part? Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to find that part and just... So if you're, if you're, listening, to this part, if you're listening to this podcast, it, you, might have listened, the folk. <laughs> you might have listened to that part of my story and then came to the podcast. So hello from Instagram, Harry Thieving. Nice to meet What did taking action mean to you? Oh, it meant taking, just taking control of the situation, you know? That I could de- dedicate times to myself as well as having the time to 
like like investing in myself like the minute I decided to go and do the PT course it was probably the best decision I ever made like I was timid I was contemplating about it for ages and then it was like do you know what fuck it like I want to do something that I'm happy with and I'm have a lot of passion and interest in helping people as well as health and fitness side of things you know and uh for like through the mental health problems I went through when I was younger it was probably the best decision because I could relate to like it was a way for me to get away from things the gym well I, that's what is a lot for people too like like I yeah. know a lot of people that use the gym just to get away from like what's going on at home like you would like home workouts you now like some people wouldn't work at home do home workouts at home because they'd associated with home like instead of associated with the gym and it's like I just like took the bit the bullet and just went for it invested in myself and I've invested in two courses now ever since in the last two months and flying it loving it probably the best decision I ever did was uh, investing in myself you know that's it fucking yeah man that's, that's a big I think understanding the importance of investing in yourself is a big thing that comes as a result mm-hmm. again like again you can fucking knowledge is power knowledge is power I love that I love that um, but I, that's what I mean like the like you can buy a fucking car you can buy this you can buy that but like the minute you start valuing investing in your own progression is a very good moment to have it kind of comes again you can have that oh fuck moment where you realise that but then all of a sudden you start doing it and you're like oh I'm getting better and better and better like it could be like investing yourself to improve it could be something as simple as literally buying a book it could be listening to an audiobook it could be buying yeah. a course it could be doing something like that like Speaking over lockdown, one thing I've started doing is just literally listen to audiobooks. I think you listened to like eight or nine at this point for the last two months. Yeah, and it's just been seven. fucking, yeah, fucking me, you, Barry, Maguire. Big brain, fucking, big brain, big brain, big brain, big brain. Big brain. Was it a quote by, uh, you can quote Barry Maguire with this, uh, big brains equals big biceps, but big biceps does not equal big brain. Big brain. Love it. Fucking. That's a, that's a mature <laughs> quote. It's a mature, it's, it's a mature quote, <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic so Barry if you listen to this Barry uh, well done outstanding quote I give, I give him a clap for that oh, that's fair enough I'll give him a round of applause come on so Owen a few things I want to talk about now like what is if you can kind of put it down for like a minute what would happiness be to you like what is what is happiness to Owen Flanagan being able to be myself doing the things I want to do and not having anything not doing shit that I don't want to do like you know if I want to do something I'm going to do it yeah. I'm having this negative toss like all this crap going through my head like there was what was the quote I heard from Paul March there that um, I followed him recently like blew my head I was listening to his uh, podcast with James Smith there recently he said uh, there's no such thing as negative people it's only negative thoughts so when you start thinking negative you're going to be negative so when you start listening to positivity you're just going to start being positive you know is it? The positivity rubs off on people. That's what I find. And you're, you're a reflection of your environment and you're, you're a byproduct of what you do. And if your environment yeah. is a negative environment, well, you're going to reflect that and you're going you're gonna to you're, you're eventually do things that are going to make you a negative person. Do you know? But mm-hmm. that negativity didn't stem from that person. You weren't born a negative person. You, you developed it. Do you know? Exactly. So if you can, exactly. if you can surround yourself and if you can make the decision to make yourself happier, that involves surrounding yourself with people who are fucking going to progress you and not just not yeah. tear you down, but build you up. Yeah. It's going to reflect massively on that. Yeah. And I suppose, like, again, like, it's, it's actually obviously funny, to, like, chatting about this now, obviously, with yourself, like, so, like, happiness and kind of happiness in social media and happiness in general are two completely different things. Because I feel like one thing I fucking hate with, yes. so, like, again, like, social media for me and you for our work for business, not gonna wait, is where we market ourselves. But, you know, it's, it's kind of funny to see now, fucking, how 
you hear a lot about it, but when you're kind of in it, it's kind of like, it's actually mad seeing it. It's like yeah. people like social media is, is a, it's, it's a reel of everyone's good times. No one shares shit. You, you, don't know? The, you don't see the bad shit at all. You don't see the bad shit at all. Like, you do, it's probably something stupid or funny on someone else's behalf, you know? And you always find that the people who, the respected people, the ones on social media that everyone loves are those who are fucking open. Um, yeah. That's something I like doing. Like, if I'm going to have a bit of a shit day, if I'm doing something on my story, like, I'll happily go for it. If I've been lying in bed all day, I will not be getting out of bed to post a story. I'll be comfortably lying in bed, fucking taking a story to all my shit. If I'm not super energetic or chatty, I will not make an effort to be it. I'll be my normal self. Um, I remember last year, I went through, I went through a breakup there towards the, the early last year, and I was pretty upfront with all my story. I was like, listen, guys, fucking yeah. shit's at the fan right now. I'm not I'm doing too well. I'm in a bit of a bad place right now, I'm not going to lie. So I'm a bit a, uh, MIA from social media for the next while. That's kind of that's kind mm-hmm. of why. I'm not doing too great now. But yeah, if you want to shoot me a message, shoot me a message. And I was like, yeah, I'll be upfront with people. Like, if I don't want to... I don't want to like again. It's like social media is it's me. It's my work. It's my business. So I connect people, and you know, the less I suppose, the less honest I am, the less of what I preach I represent. Because um, I want to represent kind of being happy, being healthy, being confident, and by not sharing the bad times, you're kind of you're masking that. You're 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 giving off a fake reel as to what your life is really like. Yeah, and the reality is like closed doors, like you don't know what's going on. Like you know? exactly, and like if you can kind of share people, like yes, I'm doing this, this, and I'm having a great time. But you know, I fucked up. I did this. I did that. I'm not doing too well. And I'm actually, I'm actually not doing too great right now. You know, when you share that, you honestly too. You give you. I suppose it can it can be it can in your head. You can think it gives off kind of a a negative kind of vibe that people are going to be like, I don't want to hear this. But the reality is you could have just said something or, or spouted something that someone else or five or 10 or a hundred people could also be dealing with right now. And all of a sudden they see this guy on social media who, you know, seems like has a shit together. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well actually he also struggles too. And I suppose yeah. the more you hold back at sharing, again, share what you want on social media. But if you, if you claim to be someone who's constantly happy on social media, but you're fucking hating shit, you know, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Take yeah. the good days and the bad days and they'll outweigh each other. That's it, that's it. Man, listen, before we start wrapping up the podcast, if there's one piece of advice or something you've learned over the last 12 months that you want to give to someone listening to this right now, that could have been struggling like you, like you were, could have had a similar kind of growing up teenage years and kind of leading to what you are now. If there's someone kind of in the position that you were right now, what would be one piece of advice you'd want to give them? Go do what makes you happy. Don't, don't hold back. Take the risk. It'll pay off eventually. Sweet, man. Fucking love that. So, listen, um, that's been a great podcast. I fucking love recording that. I love having you on. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure people listening to this right now are going to be wanting to get in touch with you. It's going to follow you and kind of see your shit. So, Owen, oh, if people want to kind of get in touch with yourself, um, want to follow you or want to work with you, where where they need to go? Uh, Instagram is Owen's Elite. So, it's E-O-G-H-A-N-S underscore Elite. And then own Flanagan or owns Elite Fitness at gmail.com. Fantastic. Brilliant stuff. So, guys, there you go. If you want to get in touch with Owen, if you want to just follow him on Instagram, he makes some pretty fucking cool posts. He's a man with Canva. So, if you want to see some fucking cool shit on Instagram, go follow him. An artist. Um, an artist in the making. That's it. And uh, yeah, guys, if you're listening right now from someone who. Can you hear that? Or can you hear the helicopter in the background? Mm. No, no. Well, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disturbing my fucking podcast. Chopper, chopper, chopper. Um, yeah. So, like, guys, if you listen, if you want, if you're a friend of Owens or someone who follows Owen, who's listening for the first time right ever, ever, hello, I am Dan Reese. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to give me a follow, 
Instagram at coachedbydan. If you want to get in touch through for online coaching, it's uh, www.coachedbydan.com or if you want to shoot me an email, it's danreespersonaltraining at gmail.com. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 18 of the Coach Benham Podcast. I want to say thank you again for hopping on. I do really appreciate that. Great to have the chat, man. Fantastic stuff, guys. Thank you so much for listening and I uh, hope you gained something from that episode and uh, I'll see you all again next Friday.